fabulous see upper montclair with fandom fair with sam and mitch wow we're in the same place at the same time brian like on sundays on a sunday yeah no way the past two months have been weird wild like buck wild even because the march i was like gone for a couple weeks and then april well it's still you got sick oh i got well, I, I wasn't feeling good a couple more, like, weekends in March, yeah. and one week it was spring break, and then then we came back, and then it was April, and then it was Easter. And we left. I'm sorry, I'm trying to adjust no, no, the stupid okay. mic. Uh, it was Easter, Killing and me. then I went home. Did you do a sh- No, you didn't, did you do a shot that weekend? The weekend I went home? Uh, which weekend? The For the drills? Yeah. Because yeah. it, it was also accepted students day. <laughs> so I had people, I was like, why, who are all these people in the- who are all these people? It was really confusing. Like, there was a tour that looked in the studio before I came in. I'm like, can I go? Can I get in? Please? And then I was it, here like a half hour early, but still. And then <sighs> it was... Then we both went home last weekend because my dear girlfriend is now... As of right now, as of recording, which finally we'll have an episode to upload. Wahoo! Um, I hate this freaking... Just hold it. Yeah. You just gotta hold it. This sucks. Um, uh, We had a going away party for her, and as of recording, she is right now... In boot camp, yeah. Um, so when she comes home to listen Wee. to this, when, when she finally they get her phone to listen to this, hi, hi, girl. Hope you're having fun at boot camp. <laughs> Survive, survive. She is, um, uh, Army National Guard for New York. Ayo. Uh, respect the troops. Oh, we should. I feel like we should preface this with the fact this is the last. This is live, our last live I, recording. I was getting a little sad about it last night, yeah. thinking about it because me and Mitch have been doing this show since 2019. Yeah. Uh, I mean, e- even when we were on the radio, we were doing it in some form. Yeah, like, in the back of like, oh, we did it. We did it in the in my in the, old, my old friend's car, like that literally was with a phone between us. I was leaning in between the front two seats. I was. It was so hot in there, dude. Because it was summer and we we couldn't have the AC on. And yeah. I listened to that audio compared to like the, this crisp audio quality. We had to buy mics. I have, over the summer. We I had to buy. I have, mics. A, I have a mic. I got one for Christmas. Oh uh, heck yeah! Because my snowball broke. Which I, I was so I, I was so mad that my snowball broke. It was like right after the warranty oh ended too, so I couldn't even like. And I, I spent fifty dollars on a microphone. Well, damn. Then I'll. No, you can say that. I'll just come over. <laughs> we'll just record. Yeah, or I, I mean, I could. Say, I send you the link for. It. I'll, I'll resend you the link. Oh it, yeah, you know I haven't. I just, I just haven't. I just haven't bought it. I'm gonna. Pump. It's it's, a, it's not that expensive, and people like I I saw a lot of like people who like stream. They're like, this is actually a really good mic because it comes with a pop filter too. Yeah, I'm gonna wait until I get home to buy it. Yeah, so I have a mic. Um, and me and Midge will still keep doing the show, but this is our last slash ever, which makes me very sad that this is the last time ever we're gonna be sitting at this board. Um, I'm not. I the last time I was sitting at this board was two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I don't know if I'm gonna be on campus, like living here next semester. If I do, I may do a show where it is just me and my lovely voice reading books. I mean, we could we could we could upload that. I don't no, know I can't. No, no, because uh, copyright infringement. Ah, because rude. this is this is a nonprofit station. I should be able to do it because I'm not making money off. Dang of it. it, we should be paid. <gasps> like I like I want to do it because also it will give me a reason to like sit down and read a book. Right, Sean. Sorry, oh, Sean, Sean is... Sean! Oh, he's crying. Okay. If you don't remember our roommate, Sean, he graduated last year. Don't semester. worry, Sean. We'll, I'll, like, we're we're going to hang out the summer and we'll, yeah. we'll, 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 we'll record a couple. Because Sean has made some really good episodes for oh, us. Oh, he has. Sean has... He I mean... Did, uh, if you want to listen to our backlog, which... And then eventually just our regular log. Our, our normal log that exists. On Spotify... Um, at Fandom Fair, F-A-N-D-O-M, F-A-R-E. And Google Podcasts. And Google Podcasts. Same one. Um, 
Sean has made our PR episode, both of our PR episodes, one for the Empire of Star Wars and one for the Patty's Pub in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, which and he also and we also talked about Resident Evil timeline. Me and him. My mom just said that they can do an episode, which I think would be very funny because that would be really funny if we brought your parent. My parents parents are really big horror buffs. Oh my god! It'd be very fun to do a horror episode. Heck yeah! Especially with our knowledge of um. Like analog analog and digital horror i've been yeah. like trying to tell my parents i'm like listen some of the best horror movies you will ever watch like or just horror experiences are on youtube yeah for sure <sighs> my mom wants to shout out hi mom oh hi shout, Ka- out, shout hi. out to my mom hi karen uh um but i like i tell my parents I'm like i'm like listen like the best horror things you will ever watch are on the internet it, like we, we i mean we've done episodes on internet horror yeah. where internet horror i feel is just so refreshing compared uh, to yeah and, like, we talked about Skinamarink, and I feel like Skinamarink is now bringing that analog to, like, mainstream. Oh, for sure. I'd, like, I, just, I have to rewatch it by myself, because I still feel... Yeah, like I said earlier, I feel like you and Joe distracted me. Which is fine, because... Well, the, you have to watch in the dark. That's exactly what I'm going to do, obviously. I'm going to be in my room in the dark. Because me and Joe watched that with, like, the lights in her basement very dim. And you know, like, where her bed is, and, like, yes. there's that hallway? Yeah. We were sitting right by that hallway, and there was a plant at the end of it, and I was like... The skin of Marink is at the end of the I hallway. I was like, because I was like, is that, if, if that plant moves, I swear <laughs> to God. But that was like, me and her watching that was really fun. And that was like the first movie that has scared, that has genuinely scared me. Because I we were talking about this at the Halloween, uh, at Joe's party. You might have left at that point. I probably left. Yes, I left. We were talking yeah, about like, we were talking about like horror movies because Anthony and Brian are both really big horror buffs, which I will bring Anthony and Brian on the show definitely. Yes, either I left or I was tuned out. It's one I think you, I think you left, and we were talking about horror stuff because no, because we were talking about Resident Evil. So I think you left at that. Oh point. yeah, I would have tuned in if I would have tuned in like Resident Evil. No, we were talking about Resident <laughs> Evil, um, and I was like, I'm like, listen, slasher movies, like whatever movies that don't don't scare me, but you give me the cheesiest ghost movie, it'll scare the piss out of me. <laughs> I, like I am terrified because I believe in ghosts. I am terrified of ghost movies. Um, so you like I think that's why Skin Marine also scared me because it's kind of like a paranormal kind, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, I don't know what to call it. I don't know. What I don't know. It's, a, well, it's an it's an analog, but it's also like a paranormal cryptic. Yeah, I don't know. It was good. Crypt- yeah. Um, like, like you said, you're you might not be back next semester, but I'm straight up graduating. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I won't be coming back here for my master's program. So that's. I was gonna, but then I'm here mm. for another year. But I don't know if I'm living on campus. Another yet. year or just next semester? No, I'm here till next spring. Oh dang! I thought just the next semester. No, I'm here till next spring. Oh, um, this is a surprise. Oh, so to my me, mom's everyone. like live chatting. Uh. Um, oh no, she goes. Me and Sean Dolan can do an episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mike Myers is where it's at. Halloween or die. Um, and then she goes. I left at the graduate house three years old, which was true because my dad. Um, uh, you laughed at the grudge. So my so my dad had bought the grudge, and this was like at this point my parents were separated. My mom said you cannot let her watch that movie because it was like three. No, they, maybe they weren't separated. Like maybe I don't know. Their marriage uh, their uh, marriage was on the rocks. Marriage. <laughs> um. So, but she was like, you cannot let her watch this movie because right. I was like three years you old. You know, you were like a toddler. So I had fallen asleep. And my dad decides he's gonna watch the grudge, and I'd woken up, and she's like, oh. and I was hysterically laughing at that. I thought it was so funny, and like. I watched The Grudge a couple years ago, and it's kind of mid. Oh, oh, Sean wants to record that episode with your mom. <laughs> Be careful of the highest rated episode. I mean, 
I don't think any of our shows got uh, got no. ratings. Well, really? I like, well, I look at our analytics sometimes, and our actually our highest episode was the Walton Files episode. Yeah, because that was because really well, we like we, we hit the sweet spot of like when Walton Files was at its peak, <sighs> waiting for that next century. Where is it? And then, well, then we could well, we'll talk about it. Um, when okay. Joe does come back from boot camp, which will be in October, yes, it's and, peak spooky season. Will be peak spooky season. But me and Joe, we have been playing this for like since before we were dating. <gasps> our Christian. our Christian, yes, and by that point he. Uh, because he's got like a court date in August. It's not for like it's for something else. So there will be news what, what in if, August. One of their many outstanding deaths. Yes, I believe so. I I was checking. Is the Christian quickie. out of prison or not? Yeah, they, that was confirmed. Yeah, because <gasps> I, I, I was checking the quickie, and uh, it's like uh they got um they got a court date sometime during the summer. So there will be news at some point. Okay, so and Joe will have access to her phone by then, so she'll she'll be updated. She'll on know. The, she'll the know. Christian stuff. But yeah, me and Joe are eventually. Sorry, com- I just thought about her like waking up like in Twitter and be like, Christian <laughs> in in the bunks. <laughs> she doesn't have Twitter. She got banned on Twitter. Uh, she um, okay. She got on look at the quickie or something. But um, I don't know. Reddit. There it is. Probably Reddit. Reddit. Um, but me and Joe, and if you want to, because you're now like an avid historian. I am so avid. Um, we, me and Joe, have like a, like a three part series planned right. for the uh, called Phantom Fair Subsect Natural Museum of History, where we talk about, like I like I like as a psychology major and like just someone who's like going into the field, I have such a genuine interest, especially because I'm social psych, such yeah. a genuine interest around the social standings of Christian. Yeah. And I mean, someone as it was pointed out in a comment section on one of Gino's videos that like, Chris Chris's life essentially followed the plot of a story. Like it's got highs and lows. It's got I, plot twists. It's because, so it's intriguing to me too. It's so intriguing because <laughs> also major. because like, I I, I don't want to get too into Christian because it's very inappropriate for us to talk. Uh, incredibly. Mm-hmm. Um, but Christian has been written by the like his, their whole life has been written by trolls. Oh yeah. So. We'll eventually do that episode, because that's an episode I want to be doing for so long. And also, we need to be able to curse on it. <laughs> because Christian's life is just insane, and also there's very um, disturbing topics that we cannot talk about on, on air. Uh, on here. So, that will be reserved for a, yeah, so. a, re- a pre-recorded episode. So, do you want to get into it? Oh, yeah, let's get into it. So, let's what start talk about? Let's start with Ruby. Yes. Because so Ruby... Cause Ruby Volume 9 ended, y'all. <laughs> okay, Ruby... Vo- Going into Ruby Volume Nine, I thought I'm like, God, this is gonna suck. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, after after the ending of Volume Eight, eight I'm like, why are we hitting the gas brakes? Well, the brakes. Why, why are we hitting the brakes? Because I feel like Ruby does this a lot, where it'll gas up, and then like it slams on the brakes sometimes. Like that's that's like how, it was like between three and four. That's how a lot of people felt about Volume Four. I was okay with that yeah. because like I felt like after the whole flipping the plot on its head we needed just like a simmer down season yeah and even then it wasn't very simmery down because we got like we got the nora and ren backstory that season we kind of got in- we got introduced well, to we got, oscar we, we got introduced to salem we had the whole thing with Tyrion, and yeah. then traveling and then john's angst we, we had that, that was no, planned like, that season yeah like i don't understand why people hate on volume five that is one of my favorite seasons yeah um well they're fools I, I was reading on, on Reddit because someone was like, hey, why do people hate Volume 5? And people just felt like there was a lot of plot lines that were rushed or, like, 
To be fair, yeah, the whole Ilya thing was yeah, like people like I that that should have been like talked about in volume four. I I agree that like the Ilya White Fang plot line was kind of really messily. Yeah, because then we didn't see the White Fang ever again except for Adam. Yeah, I and I have an issue with that, and we I think I was talking about with our friend Willa, who's also an avid Ruby fan, um, about the issue of like because the the White Fang is clearly just like an allegory for like clear racism you know like the like there's like racism there's like terrorism and like just and uh, like civil rights activism and it is very sloppily wrapped and pushed to the side which i don't love but it's not that it's fine kind of past that at this point they are fighting a literal death goddess right now yeah, so. I don't know. Like, yeah, I do agree that that point, like, and my issue, and I've talked about this with other people, is, like, every time we see Ilya on screen, it's the same exact conversation between her and Blake. Yeah. There's nothing more New. nuanced no. of just, it's just, like, why are you doing this? Because I believe this is what it's right. That is their conversation every time the two interact on screen. Yeah. And there's nothing more interesting to that. Yeah. But I, overall, I like the Raven twist. Oh, the Raven of her twist, being, dude. Of her being the spring maiden. Um, like, there was a lot of stuff I liked about Volume 5. Sorry, that I just got reminded that Raven, Raven showed us in Volume 9's last episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But anyway, I was not looking forward to Volume 9 because I'm like, oh. Because I looked at the trailer. There was a, there was a butt joke. Um, oh, yeah. I was not excited for a little. I was like, oh, God. I'm like, why are we having, like, a mouse character? Who is this sidekick? I was like, uh, like, I, there was like, I was like, all right, my, my expectations for volume nine were on the floor. Mine weren't, that's only because every Especially because a lot of I, stuff, yeah. a, a lot of stuff about Rooster Teeth that came out, like, their treatment of Caden. Um, yeah. I mean, Rooster Teeth is, like, a notoriously horrible company, and the fact that they put it, they put it on Crunchyroll, which we talked about when the volume first came out, which- And then we ended up- We, we succumbed to- We succumbed. To- But it's been useful. Yeah, like, like I, 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 got to, I got to rewatch Izuken, so that was fun. <laughs> yeah, I had to watch it, because I said, I'm like, didn't I just rewatch Izuken? I, w- I was rewatching Izuken, I just fell in the mood. Is it dubbed? Yeah. No, it's no, only it's sub. sub. But okay. still, I don't know, it, it, it's a lot of... Okay. Yeah, yeah it's not... It, it came out, like, 2020, and it's 2023 now. I don't know what's going to be dubbed, dude. Okay. Yeah, because, like, me, like me and Major Life Farm, like, we'll, we'll, we'll split, we'll split by Crunchyroll, so, um, which is fine, because now I can, like, actually watch anime at work when yeah. I'm, like, doing stuff. Um... I, that's when I start watching Jujutsu Kaisen. I don't think I'm finishing it. Aww. I like I can't get uh, into Go- it. Gojo finally got released from the box. <laughs> he was in a box and now he's not in the box anymore. Um, but so the last time we talked about Ruby was the big Ruby Jean Ruby blowout fight. fight, which was so good. And it was also yeah. Miles and Lindsay brought their A game, which they normally do, especially Miles. Oh yeah, usually no. brings Miles. Which, does it. If you want a fun tip, a uh, fun little fact. When he recorded the, in volume three, the ending, when he's, like, mm. screaming at Weiss and yeah. Ruby to go save, he was hungover. So, that's why his vo- <laughs> that's why his voice is really raspy, because he was hungover <laughs> from the night before. Um, oh, my God. But, so, and then we, the next episode after that fight is the Neo fight, which, right. this, this annoys me. There's clearly, like, Neo backstory yes. there. That it's all in a book. It's in a book. That a book that neither of us have read. I don't know. And we're huge Ruby fans. I, I do want to read the books now. Yeah. Like I'm I'm now going back into like Ruby because like Ruby like volume nine was so good. I'm like really it, getting it, back into stuff. It's truly our abusive ex boyfriend. We keep coming back. Yeah, like Ruby and Star Wars are just my abusive ex boyfriend. Like, like you're trying to leave Star Wars for Warhammer right now. I'm like I'm about to, ugh, well, and I'm gonna be dragged. We'll we'll talk about Star Wars in a minute because yeah. I, I still didn't finish Mando. 
I'll talk about it. <laughs> I st- I, it's fine. Like, I know what happens, yeah. but I'm just, I was so disappointed with Man of Season 3. It, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, Ruby, Ruby's like my gaslighting ex-boyfriend who will, like, just tell, I'm like, hey, where's this plot point? They're like, I never said that. But Star Wars is my abusive ex-boyfriend who will love bomb me and then simultaneously, like, slam me into a wall. Okay. <laughs> um, so, then we get, like, the Neo back, like, there was, like, Pictures it was like of pictures, Neo, yeah. which I'm like, okay, this is from the book, which I didn't read. Yeah, called it was a Roman Holiday, which was the backstory of Neo, Neo and Roman meeting, which would have been nice to have in the show Rooster Teeth. Even just like a flashback. I love Rooster when Teeth. I love when Rooster Teeth gives me homework for the show. I love it. Like World of Remnant, and then Ruby Fairy Tales. Ruby Fairy Tales wasn't super supplementary. I think it was just like a nice little addition oh. stuff. Yeah, I still gotta watch it. It was good. Um, and now the books. Yeah, because I bet they're gonna make references to, to like, the books. Yeah, in, now that they're in vacuo, because the yep. the books follow Team Coffee, and the, well, the first two books follow Team Coffee, and then Team's uh, Coffee and Team Sun. Yeah, um, while they're in vacuo, you know, for that stretch of time where we don't see them, because Team Coffee was kind of like a fan favorite team. Yeah, um, I need them in Volume Ten. So we're gonna bad. get, we're gonna, we're gonna get Team Coffee and Team Sun. Oh, for sure, Team Sun. Um, at least Sun's been around, like sort of. Recently, yeah. and we saw him in Neptune at the end of, of uh, Volume Eight. Uh, yeah, or was that no Volume Volume Seven, the beginning of Volume Six? Yeah, at the train station. Oh no, no, I meant when they were like walking oh, yes. across the desert with yes. with the bike. Yes, uh, that was uh, that was like Volume the, Eight. Yeah, that was the episode where Ruby uh put out the transmission. Yeah, or maybe it was Volume Seven. Either way, it's the transmission episode. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it was Volume. I think it was in the middle of Volume Eight. Yeah, um, I don't think. I don't. I don't think Penny had gotten her main powers yet. No, it was volume eight. It was middle. It was middle volume eight. Yeah. Um. And so, Roman is back. Oh my God! It's Billy Comets, everyone. It wasn't that time. His original voice actor. I know. Because I was like, I checked. I was like, Billy wasn't. I, I was listening to it. And I don't know who I thought it was at first. I was like, that's not Gray Haddock. Yeah, it wasn't Gray Haddock. I don't know who I thought it was at first, and I went, Cause Billy Comets. Because well, Gray Haddock was is one of the producers it was, on Ruby. It was. Billy, it was Billy Comets and someone else, I think, doing supplementary because sadly Billy Comets passed away last year. It was this was his final vocal role. Wow. Yeah, and at the end of the episode, they have like the dedication. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I was like, that's not Gray Haddock. So no. he comes back, and then we see Pira and Penny mm-hmm. and, and Clover and Leonardo, Ozpin, Ozpin. Oh, and Leonardo was there. Yeah, that was weird. Um, but. Ruby got lots of trauma. That episode was really well done. Classic. Um, the following episode, I agree with some people, is that Yang just seemingly watched her sister unalive herself, and she seems very <laughs> calm. Listen, I think it was... I don't know. These girls going through a lot. Dude. I I liked the the little Weiss motivational speech in that episode. Yeah. Um, I'm just checking who else was. And then that was when... Oh, it, it was Christopher Wetkamp because he voices Roman in Ice Kingdom. Oh. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't watch the dub. The dub looked like it was bad. Yeah. I oh know. my god, it's Aizawa. Oh my god, it's Aizawa. Oh my god, it's Aizawa. No, like, the, I, like, I listened to something Ice Kingdom dub. It was bad. I just watched the, the sub. The sub was actually better. <laughs> um, It was... The the following episode was okay. That's when we see Ruby in the tree yes. with the tree. Who I think I don't think it's Alex. It's I Alex. think it's a part of Alex Maybe. in some way. Because or at least the tree is ho- sort of holding on to Alex because 
of the knife we see at the end of the last episode. And then that's when I think that's when they end up when the rest of the team ends up at the tree. Yes, because Jean Jean brings them to the tree because that's what they had to do all along. Yeah, and then they they see that uh, the cat can't get through the (laughs) India's body cannot get through the portal because the cat isn't meant to leave the ever after. Yeah. Um, and then we get a backstory. When oh, then the, then it's the last episode. Yes, and, and then they do like a whole fight thing, and then Ruby's having like this moment of I don't know what to do. I don't know. Like there's a lot of good like themes of like imposter syndrome. Oh yeah, and this um just this this, this uh, season. <laughs> this is a volume meant for me. <laughs> and like so, Ruby's having her like her whole fight, her whole thing, and then the final episode. Which is uh, which is a full like twenty six minutes long, twenty five minutes. Yeah, but like, which four, is, like four of those minutes are credits. Yeah, I know, but still crazy that it was. It was long. It was longest episode of the season. Yeah. Um, Ruby is in the tree. In the tree, and she sees her. She, mom. she touches her mom's like uh weapon. Yeah, and so we see Summer. We finally get Summer fully animated in a much better outfit, which we yes. talked about that her original outfit was clearly just a recoloring of Ruby's like volume four yeah. outfit. And this is, she's, because we, we've seen that sort of footage of her reading them, The Girl Who Fell Through the World. World. And now we get, like, sort of afterward where Summer is going on the mission that Ozpin has given her. And so she didn't tell Ty what it was. Yeah. And she's with she's, Summer. She, uh, no, sorry, no, she no, goes no, with she, she gives Ty her, like, her no, no, to she, give her. No, she, no, she leaves it on the book. Oh, right, you're right. right. I, I rewatched it. She gives it. She puts her her pendant on, on top of the book. Right, right. She leaves. Ty goes. Where are you going? Like that's not like you. And she she lies. Yeah. And she goes. Oh, it's just some regular mission. It's, just, it, it's like a I don't know what it it's is. probably just a scouting thing. It's probably gonna be nothing. She leaves to Raven. Uh. Which that feels like some lesbian action between them. At least on Raven's behalf. Absolutely. Um. And then they're like, I think Raven's like, are you sure about this? Yeah, and then she's like, what about them? You're leaving them. And Summer's like, well, that's ironic from you. But Raven opens a portal. And here are the few people she can portal to. Ty, Yang, Yang Crow. Crow. Which means Crow is potential. Unless there is a fourth, fourth person, person we don't maybe know Ozpin. about. Or Ozpin. That's true. Maybe She doesn't say it, but it's potential to be Ozpin or a Crow is involved. Yes. Which is how crow knew what happened to summer then it ends and then a lot of it's just like fighting it, it, we get red like red, <laughs> we get red like roses part two. Oh my god. god we were i literally before the I episode started, came out i started crying when i heard the little red like roses motif playing mm-hmm. i started crying literally before the episode came out i was like if there's not red like roses Wait, part two part three in this, what's the point? No, we were saying we're like there better be red like roses part three. I started what's the point? Crying when I heard that. I was like, because volume I said volume nine feels like a love letter to Monty. Yeah, and especially with the final fight. And this season made me feel like I was thirteen again, like twelve, thirteen. Like it made me feel like yeah. I was twelve watching the red like roses trailer for the first time, and like. I like when I heard it, I cried, and just her like reaching out to touch Crescent Rose when she's following the rose petals, when she bursts through, just the clear parallels between that and the, the red, red trailer. trailer. The final fight was great. We see her using more of the scythe again, which was nice because I feel like she, they've been like very sniper rifle. Yeah, she's using the scythe again. There's so many just like details that were taken from red trailer, and the fact that the animation feels a lot. Monty style esque, 
it like, was especially that like long show where she's fighting like the big cat like, yeah, this, the yeah that, that whole beginning movement. fight feels like monty and then when they're doing like the whole like just cult like yes. color attack and then they all like i cried when you just hear them go oh ah like i don't know something about that like made me start crying um so anime that's why yeah i loved it it was like and it, i don't know it just seemed like oh like they're all together again i love the colors like i love the color thing um so uh, the cat was out of neo at that point and then they're like we're going to remnant Bye-bye. you're you're staying here and then neo six like the um jabberwock the jabberwock clones on to the cat and i yes. guess the cat's dead i don't know um because it's implied that no one could fix the cat right because the cat fixed everyone else and the one who the ones who could have fixed the cat are the brothers yeah we get the whole brothers backstory the brothers are from the ever after, after. i don't know if i like that i i i felt that the brothers should have been the ones to create the ever I, after. I felt like the brother the, the ever after should have been like I, technically yes the ever after was their first project yeah but i don't felt like i felt like they should have they just cleaned it up yeah they and didn't make it yeah i don't know i don't then it's like what is the tree then yeah, where does the tree come into the equation I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of it, but yeah. like I liked it, but I didn't. There was aspects of it. Um, but Neo goes into the tree to yeah. get her own redemption, which is fun. I liked it better than like the girls redeemed her because everyone they meet, they just befriend. Like Neo's gonna go find herself. Then we get the brothers' backstory. Jean becomes young again with um, Alex's last wish. And she, and he, he still has, has the gray. I, I, I kind of wish he stayed older, but I also like I wish I compromise. wish he stayed earl- older. I, like um, I really hope Weiss is no longer into him because like, he is not a dilf. The thing about it is that she has daddy issues. and She was not just... <laughs> as soon as he was, like, twice her age and, like, had issues, she's like, I need him. She's like, I want you. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, now he's like it shows that like he still has the trauma from the ever after, oh, but sure. now he's just young again. He's just a little and I guy. did not realize when they go through the portal to Vacuo, this they start playing. This will be the day, and I, I didn't realize that. And then I saw it on TikTok. I was like, <gasps> like once again, this feels like just a love letter to Monty. Yeah, <sighs> Crunchyroll, please give me my volume Crunchy ten. Roll? If I don't get volume ten, what's the point? You're gonna. See my body <laughs> from a ceiling. Um, I've I've dedicated ten years of my life to this show. The amount of merch I have, I, know. I cosplay from this. I want more merch. I want those ice cream figures. They're so pretty. I buy the comic books. Yeah, I know. Um, and we didn't even get like a teaser for Rolling Ten. No, we it got just the trailer, trailer for Ruby Ruby X Justice League. And so we watched the movie. It was good. Yeah, like it was fine. Like, um. It did not follow the comic no, version of Ruby X it was, League. It, it was sort of a different... It was its own different thing. Which kind of makes sense, because based on what's happening, like, at least with the comic, the DC characters were sort of, like, implanted in, and they were, like, actual citizens of Remnant. And then with the Ruby XCC, the Ruby girls are essentially in a similar state to what happens to the Justice League in, in the, the movie. movie. So it kind of makes sense that they're not going for that, because, like, if they... I think it was fun to see, like, yeah. the Ruby characters implemented into... Like, sorry, the DC characters implemented into Remnant. Like, yeah. like Clark was from Patch. Yeah. Um, um, Cyborg was, like, an astronaut from yeah. Atlas. Uh, Bruce was also from Atlas. He was a font. I like that. He had ears, and they gave him wings, wings in the movie. And they gave him a weird complex I don't agree with. Oh, yeah, they gave him a complex that he, like, 
he's like, not he's like, well, he's Bruce like, at all. He's like, I don't. He's like, here, I have powers. I could stay here. And White I'm shaking I, my head. I'm shaking I feel like White just kind of wanted a friend. Yeah, that's about it. She didn't want him to like say just because. Oh, you have powers now. It's like. I want a friend. She's like my other friends all across she's the like, world. She's like Bruce. We get along so well. I also love Besties. how I love how like the Ruby characters make fun of their names. Like like they're like call me Superman. Superman. It's like yeah no. And then like they're like you have a friend named Batman. Superman. Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Bruce like the Bruce parts, but yeah, he was very weirdly characterized. And he's like, I also think like my thing was like he's like I didn't get a chance to be a teenager. I'm like, yeah, we know. He's like, this could be my chance to be a teen. Bruce the Batman. Bruce Wayne. Taking time to relax. You're funny. (laughs) He wants to be a teen. That's not how he is at all. Oh, the weird cyborg plot. Yeah, that was weird as heck. I'm like, what's happening here? Also, Cy was just sort of weird because he wasn't using, like, out of all of them, I feel like Psy might implement the best because he's literally a living weapon. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I was sitting here like, why are you only using I feel the like drone? Diana, I feel like Diana was the best yes, incorporated Diana because sure. she's, like, she's like, a lot of my friends don't understand like where I grew up. And she felt like she resonated really nicely with... I felt Her, Blake, and Yang were a really good trio um, yeah. because... And like Diana's like, I kind of like it here. You guys understand what it's like to be a warrior. And Blake's like... You wouldn't want to live here. We have to constantly worry that our friends are going to die. We have to control our emotions at all times. Yeah, like, the hyper it, the hyper vigilance. If Ruby had that breakdown in, in Remnant, Remnant Grim would flock. Yeah. Like, Blake's like, you don't want to live here. No. Um, And, all, like, Clark wasn't bad. No. Like, Clark was, like... I, I, I like that they kept the fact... I, I'm interested... Because I don't remember in the comic that he had to directly be in the sun for his powers to work and he couldn't use them in the shade. That was interesting, though, that yeah. he couldn't, like, his powers would... Only work in the sun. In, in literally he direct sunlight. is literally screwed at night. Yeah. He's, like, he's screwed. Um, Jessica... Uh, Jessica Cruz. Sorry, keep saying Jessica. They chose her for the Green Lantern part here, which uh, she was the Green her Lantern... Her and John feature. had a great dynamic. Yes, she was the Lantern feature in the comic, too, but she was much more involved in the movie. Yeah, like, at the end, she came in, like, the very end of the comic. Yeah. Run... And at, at so at the end of the movie, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go back to our worlds because it turned out they were in a simulation." In a simulation by uh, who is the the villain? Kilgore, but Kilgore. the O is a percentage symbol. Yes. Oh, and the f- he's we, a we, Flash vision. We forgot he's about the flash. flash. Yeah, the Flash is there. Uh, Kilgore is a Flash villain, like a very old Flash villain. He's like a like a incredibly smart AI who gains sentience. Um, oh, and Flash was different than he was in the comics. He yes. Was, he was a faunus. He was a turtle faunus, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. Because it's the irony that he's super fast, but he's a turtle. <laughs> um, but here he was just like... He was just a guy. He was just a guy. Uh, oh, Vixen. Oh, Vixen. Vixen. Um, she was a faunus. She was a fox faunus. I was expecting her to like change faunus. But she with her, her powers, ne- she her necklace. Yeah, she, but she didn't like change. Like the tail didn't disappear. Yeah, uh, I, I was I was hoping. That I have to say, like some, some of her uh, her dialogue was really funny. Yeah, um, and oh, just, just them talking about like being teens, but also it was weird that Kilgore's like, I want to send you back to a hormonal teenager state. <laughs> I mean, okay, so and not just the fact that you know high, highly high emotions and run that mean <laughs> you're gonna die but there was a, like the, the grim were cool and yeah. they brought the back the wyvern and the leviathan 
which was cool. And the fact all the Ozpin Oscar parts oh. creeped me out. That was Because weird. it was like Oscar walked in and then he like glitched into Ozpin. Yeah, and also like, because I was like, when, when Blake was like, oh, we have to go to Bruh. Beacon. I'm like, that's like a several weeks trip. And then they went around in like half a day. Yeah, and the, and like Blake was like, I can't remember. I was like, and then I'm getting the flashbacks to Volume yeah. Three. The fact I really like the twist of this is that they're all in a simulation, and it's really like Volume Eight. eight? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because no, Volume Seven. Volume Seven. Yeah. Yeah. All right, because they're not yet. Uh, you know. Yeah, they're not yet wanted, wanted. by Atlas. Yeah. yeah, it was when they were training at Atlas Academy. Yeah. And they were doing a simulation, and I think that's a really good place to put it because we don't really know what happened there besides like training. I don't think this is canon. No. Like, I think this is just, like, a fun, like, spin-off. Yeah, but it's a good place to put, like, it yeah. non-canonically, where it's, like, a moment where, like, okay, we know where they are. Because I remember seeing the trailer, and I was like, why does Yang have her robot arm, but she's in her volume one outfit? Kilgore she- couldn't grow her another arm in the simulation. I'm sorry, I, I, I was like, that's, I'm like, I, I thought it was, like, at first, I'm like, is this just lazy? I'm like, w- were they just really sloppy? Which is crazy to think about, because they did such detailed designs for the Justice League. I feel like there would be no way they would be sloppy with the... Which, but now it makes sense, like, seeing yeah. them, like, oh, it's, they're in a simulation. Yeah. And they just, for some reason, look like they're volume one. I don't know, Ironwood, what did he do? <laughs> um, so, we're, that was part one that was called Superheroes and, Hun- yeah. uh, and Huntsman. Oh, and Kilgore was, like, he teamed up with someone from Ruby's World. It's definitely, Remnant, it's and it's probably Watt, Watts. Because Watts is the tech guy. Yeah. Uh, and it, and it, it, it just makes sense. So now we have like the Ruby. I'm oh, sorry, it's DCX Ruby crossover yes. comic. Which there's only three issues out right now. Yeah, which they're really good. Yeah, I really like the art style. It's very old comic book art oh, style, which I sure. really like. Yeah. Um, which I think that's probably gonna be part two of this movie. Yes, that the I really Ruby, Ruby gang goes into. DC. I really hope. I really hope they do a 2D art style. I do too. I hope they do 2D. Because what what we saw we saw in the flashbacks what it. Well, like, I, I hope, well, I hope they do whatever kind of art style they're doing for the comics. Yeah. And they bring the Ruby Girls into that because obviously, all right, the Justice League is in the Ruby art style because they're in their world. I hope they do another art style for the DC one because I'm assuming that because this is part one. Yeah. I'm assuming part two is they're going in to the DC world. Yeah, that's the only thing that makes sense. Um, Because, you know, we had the Ruby Justice League comic, now DC X Ruby. Mm. I'm just assuming that the girls are going to get sucked into the DC universe. I don't know if they're following this comic run. I don't think so. I, th- I think they're going to do something well, cause similar, com- but they're going to be like, they all know each other already. Because this comic run um, is, no, they don't know each other. Yeah, yeah, it's a complete disconnect. Yeah, it's like r- the Ruby girls have gotten sucked into Gotham. Yeah. At, which I like that yeah. it's in Gotham. We, I mean, Gotham's iconic as a... I feel like you hear Gotham and you're like, DC. And, like, they're transforming into superheroes, but they're also spreading, like, semblances around. Yeah, and then the Grim are being attracted by negative energy, which is the the portal to it is in Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Asylum. Which is perfect. Um, the Joker turns into a, a Nuckleby. Um, well, he melds with a Nuckleby. Well, yeah, like, a lot of, like, the DC villains are melding with... Or Grimm. they are just having complete control over Grimm. Like, yeah. we see Cheetah, Two-Face is in there, I yeah. think. Also, so, 
they eventually like Batman's like go with Wonder Woman. Yeah, you're you're causing too much problems in Gotham. Because um what uh we get Batman, we get Alfred, who I really like how Alfred acts in this. I love it a lot. Oh, we get Ca- uh Catwoman, Batgirl, Nightwing. I'm like. Which Robin is here? They mention Birds of Prey. They do. They mention the Birds of Prey, which is probably Black Canary Huntress and mm. Harley. Please! God! Because I, I, I know Harley. for sure it's definitely going to be Canary and Huntress, Huntress, but I don't know who the Because th- she's like a third member, but it can't be Catwoman because she's, you know. She's with hanging out with Batman. Yeah. So I don't know who the third member. We think it might be Harley. I hope it's Harley. Because I, I mean, with Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey movie, um, that would probably be the best to way to go. God, it is Harley Quinn. Because then, if Ivy is working with the Grim, we could have a Harley Ivy moment. And there was a to lot contrast of with the Bumblebee. There has been a lot, and there was a lot of well, there's a lot gay, of bumble- gay Bumblebee moments. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, Batman's like. Go to Wonder Woman. Why did you give me a se- so like? Oh yeah, his is like his precognition. Is precognition. Catwoman can duplicate stuff. Batgirl, okay. I don't remember, and I know I don't remember Nightwing either. I don't know if they got theirs yet. They did. Oh, they did. I don't remember. Yeah, I just don't remember what they also are. blew my mind. We're like, hold on, we have to call magicians, and John Constantine shows John up. John Constantine and Zatanna show up. Okay, like I expected Zatanna. Yeah, you know, my God. I was like, John Constantine. Yeah, they here? like kiss. I don't know what to tell you. I like, I don't know. Out of all like the DC characters, like I forgot that John Constantine <laughs> was one. To be fair, he gives very supernatural vibes. Yeah, it's the trench coat. It's the trench coat and the lackadaisical. If he had an American accent, he would just fit into. He would just be Castiel supernatural. Yeah. So I was like, I remember reading. I was like, John Constantine. Like, oh, hey, John. And Zatanna was there. Yeah. Um, and they, like, they might be pairing them because there's like on webtoons. I was reading. There's a Zatanna comic, and John is heavily featured in it. Mm. And they got sent back to like Jack Ripper Victorian times. Oh. Yeah. It was cool, but I'm not. But and they're like, like take John. them, take them to Wonder Woman. And then John's like, I can't. I'm a guy. And Zatanna's like, I can. So they, I don't know. Zatanna and Wonder Woman felt a little, felt a little gay. I mean, Wonder Woman in general is just bisexual. Oh, yeah, like, Yang in the movie was like, wow, she was big gay for Wonder Woman. Here, we need buff Yang. They need to change her design. Yeah, so she's buff now. I need more buff Yang. Um, anyway, so they went to, they went to, um, Paradise Island. Yeah, and because of- Themyscira, that's it. Oh, my God. Yeah, (sighs) Themyscira, because there was also, like, a heavy, like, magical barrier that wouldn't, like, let the semblances in the Grimm- Well, the thing that was happening is that, uh, the girls were directly affecting all the technology around, so it would be, Power by dust. But, yeah, no, no, but Zatanna ends up getting a semblance. Oh, yeah. I don't- what was hers? I don't know either. I think it might have been flight, because a girl was flying around. I'm like, I don't remember you being able to fly around. Well, like, she went to go warn someone. I'm like, girl, I don't remember you being able to fly. What was very cool, what I really liked about this was they were talking about how the- (gasps) how people in Ruby, they're like, oh, we have fairy tales like you. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we've heard of Gotham. It's a fairy tale in our world. And I was like, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. I'm sure, like, Themyscira is, like, like an island of- it's probably like you know the basic Amazonian like tri- t- tales of like women warriors. Yeah, it's probably like a big menagerie thing. Because like oh like we have like Joan of Arc and um, Snow White and Red Riding Hood and, and uh, Goldilocks. Uh, Nike. And, oh yeah, and um the the goddess Nike. Like they were talking about all like 
the characters in Ruby who yeah. are based off of real life fairy tales. And I just thought it was cool that Gotham is a fairy tale in Ruby about a a um, uh, an a orphan prince, an orphan prince who fights a three a, a multi headed uh, dragon that he cannot kill because every time he cuts off a head, more grows and it slowly becomes the city. The city, and so they had to keep fighting because if one of them dies, one of them dies. Well, if, if, one, if, if one of them dies, the city is doomed. Yes. Um, oh, that's fun. That was that was I'm like that's cool. That's um, cool. I don't know where this comic is going. Me either. Me either. <laughs> Me either. Um, I, obviously the mascara is now in danger because Cheetah showed up with Grimm. Yeah, I my, also I was like Cheetah. I'm like hi Cheetah. I know that like, is where the bisexuality of Wonder Woman comes in. The tension between them. Yeah, I don't read DC comics. I literally just follow. I don't on. really either, but I know from the cartoons and Wonder Woman eighty four, mm-hmm. like the tension between them in that movie. Girl, crush. I think it was in eighty four. Yeah, I didn't watch. I didn't watch any of the Wonder Woman movies. Yeah. Good. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not like super. I'm not a big superhero person. Waiting for Invincible season two. Waiting for it. It's coming later this year. I know. Hopefully, like Joel will be back by by the time it comes Hopefully. out. Because uh, I know she wants to like actually watch it. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the only like superhero content I'm really like t- taking in is like Invincible. Right. The boys. The the boys. The bo- I still haven't watched the uh the cartoon. Oh, I still have to watch the cartoon too. Yeah, I, I, I keep forgetting it exists. I also keep forgetting it exists. I, it's really like the Homelander backstory, I think. Yeah. Um Yeah, I haven't that's like I don't I don't touch Marvel with like a ten foot pole. Don't. I don't want to. I only consume at this point there is they did a cart they've done a cartoon for Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. That's the only part of Marvel I'm consuming because it's a very cute show. I like obviously I'm gonna watch Spider Verse. Yeah, because do you want to well, watch, watch that together? Because yeah, you know Joe's not gonna be here and Brian's gonna see that with his girlfriend. Wanna we go watch Spider Verse together? Heck yeah. Like and like the only like superhero stuff I touch besides like the boys in Invincible is like Venom, yeah, Spider Man, and not, not even you haven't really touched on MCU Spider Man at all. No, you didn't, you didn't even watch uh No Way Home, No Way Home, no, yeah No Way Home. No Way, no way Home. I'm like I watched the movie in theaters. I couldn't remember the name. Oh no my Way God. Home because they're all like home. They're all putting they're putting all the Spider Man movies on Disney Plus, like including like Toby and Andrew. I'm gonna watch No Way Home That's eventually. Cool. Uh, like only just because of Toby. It, it, he, he and Andrew had really good parts in it. It was good. Like, that's the only reason I was going to watch the movie. And I, like, and I was going to watch it because Venom was going to be and in it. And then he turned out to be a, a mid credit scene. He's a mid credit scene. I remember. Because when we, when we saw Venom 2. We freaked out. I was like, I'm like, I will be there. And then you weren't. And then I weren't. I was like, because also the band. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I will be there to go watch No Way Home because Venom is in there. I love Venom. And. And then I watched it, and I was like, "Girl, he should have some mid credits scene." When you told me, you're like, "Yeah, he wasn't even there." I'm like, "Well, then what was what was the, the point, point to bring oh. Venom into the MCU somehow?" Because they just couldn't figure out how, apparently couldn't figure out how to like just integrate him from originating in the MCU. He had to come from the Sunnyverse. I don't know why. That's so stupid. There is absolutely like Flash Thompson exists, and they could have just done Agent Venom instead of Eddie Brock. That's yeah. probably what they're gonna do. Because, uh, like, the kid who plays Flash uh, is pretty charismatic, so that's probably uh, what they're going to do. The Venom movies are so good, though. I know. Anyone who does like the Venom movies are, is uh, They're stupid. fools. They're fools. I liked the first one better than I liked Carnage. Yeah. Because Carnage was still good, though. Yeah. I liked it. It was fun. Well, yeah, we saw the movie theaters. We did. Um, uh, 
Oh, did you watch the Flash trailer? No. I just figured since we're on the topic of superhero I did not. I did not watch it either. I, I don't want to consume it. What, what because of Ezra Miller I'm and just, his, I just his wanna... multiple, like, felonies? Yeah. Oh. Even though I'm like, God dang it, they're bringing in Supergirl for this movie. Are you kidding me? They're starting with Flashpoint? And I'm, yeah, no, they've been starting with, they've been planned that since, like, well, first they were going to bring Flash in. That's such a weird place to start with, is Flashpoint. It is an incredibly weird place to start for, but only because they've basically done the origin story already, because we missed his origin story. They might touch on it in uh, the my, movie. My, my stepdad's a big like, Flash TV show person. My parents, too. They were, like, they're big on the CW TV shows. Yeah, my stepdad's also big, like, uh, I, I watched, like, the he's big a lot of Arrow. Arrow. He's a really big Arrow fan. But then I dropped off of it before it ended, and I'm like, uh. Yeah, my stepdad's a big Arrow and fan. And I watched, like, season one of Flash. I don't know if my stepdad watched Titans. Uh, I've I heard don't. very mixed things Me about Titans. Too. I heard, like, some people say it's good, some people say it's garbage. Because <laughs> it's, like, every CW show. F Batman. Yeah, like... <laughs> I, I mean, di- I mean, Grayson hated Batman back when he first quit, but I don't know if he'd say F Batman. Yeah, like, I don't, I'm not gonna watch it. Like, I, like I said, I'm not a big superhero person. The last superhero movie I watched, I think, was Birds. Uh, sorry, I watched Shang-Chi. Yeah, I watched it, I watched it when it came on Disney+. But, like, the last, like, Disney, like, the, sorry, the last DC movie I watched, no, was The Batman, which I hated. <laughs> I hate that movie. Ah, the I, that was t- it was almost three hours long, and was stupid. Us in our very controversial uh, take on the Batman. Apparently, it's controversial. Yeah, I'm very like more controversial. An hour in, I'm like, when is this movie gonna movie ending? Yeah. Oh god, I, and I, then it ended two hours later. That's the only one paying attention. It was like three. Uh, it was like a three hour long movie. It was. It was. It movies. That movie was God, too long. You don't get the pain I was going through sitting through the Snyder cut of Justice League. You watched the Snyder cut. Oh God. You put yourself through the Snyder cut. I did. Isn't it like a four hour long movie? It was really long. Oh my God. I did you watch in black and white? No. Like I'm not a freak. <laughs> People who watch. <laughs> The Snyder cut in black and white. For I'm not a freak. Are you kidding uh, me? Was it? Was it? Then there was like supposed to be like a Batgirl movie and that got canceled or something. Yeah, I was really excited for that because I was like, because I mean they were gonna use the uh, Gordon they used in I think Snyder cut mm-hmm. for that movie, so she was black. Batgirl was gonna be black, and I was like, oh, I was really excited for that because obviously race doesn't matter with Batgirl. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, what's his name? The Batman that's gonna be in Flash. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was gonna be in it, and the Robin from Michael. Is it Michael Keaton or is it Ben Affleck? It's Michael Keaton. It is Michael. Cause they're taking out Affleck, basically, from what I can tell. Okay. Yeah, and they're gonna do. They're gonna. James Gunn is just completely redoing. That's why they're doing Flashpoint. I mean, that's why they've settled on Flashpoint for the Flash movie because they have to reboot the entire universe again. Because it's so bad. Because Snyder did not do good. None of the DC movies were really good. Like, no. like was it- I, I liked Wonder Woman and Shazam was pretty good. I didn't watch Fear of the Gods, but I heard it was. Birds pretty of Prey good. was good. Birds of Prey was good. The second Suicide Squad movie was really good. Eh. I liked it. It was only because I prefer it way more to the first one. The first one's awful. It's not good. It's a very long music the, video. Yeah, the first one is like a two-hour-long music video. Yeah. And the costuming is horrible. Yeah. Like, listen, I thought this. I thought the second Suicide Squad was fine. 
I'd rather it's watch not revolutionary, but it's I'd rather like, wa- I'd rather watch Birds of Prey. Yeah, like Birds I thought, Birds. like Birds of Prey was like the only. I think I was like the only DC movie like I genuinely like liked watching. I'm like, yeah, I'd watch that again. Like, I like the first Shazam only because I'm just gonna call him Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel has a very deep placement because I really loved him in Young Justice when mm-hmm. he popped up because I was around the age that the character was mm-hmm. when he first walked in. I, like, literally grew up with the character Billy Batson from Justice, so it's like, I really liked him. Fair enough. And I had a silly little crush on him when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, I definitely grew up with more Spider-Man as a kid. Like, I don't know if my mom's still listening, but um, <laughs> I did force her right. to watch, to put on the first Spider-Man movie literally all day, and it would end, I'm like, again. Now you can do that, but it's on Disney+. Plus. And I'm like, Put it on again. again. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I think, like, every kid goes through, like, a... Sp- like, I don't like, know if I did. Like, I every, know. like, kid I... Like, every person... Every kid I talk to... Every person I've talked to, like, like, yeah, I like Spider-Man as a kid. Like, and that's why Sony took him. Yeah. Sony was offered the entire... He's the best one. <laughs> Sony was offered the entire Marvel Universe, and they're like, we want Spider-Man. He's the only good one. I mean, they're right. Like, because <laughs> his color scheme is like cool like he has the mask so like he literally could be like anyone under the mask yeah that's a whole bit that's the whole point and he's just he's not really he has a good balance to him like like, like tone wise yeah like i th- my mom said my mom Who doesn't me, like my mom just texted me, text me she's like you killed me oh no because i literally would make she know she like knows like every line to that movie because i made her play it every day all day who doesn't like spider-man I love, like may someone through like a little bit of like a spider-man thing because like Right after um, uh, uh, Spider Verse came out, like I would not stop talking about Spider Verse. Yeah, so, like, no, obviously because it's a good movie. I Mason still hasn't watched it. I do want to show him Spider Verse because I that is like one of my comfort movies. Is is it on Netflix still? I think I think it is. I think it's on Netflix. And if it's not, they're probably about to go on Disney Plus because um, like I want to. I'm like Mason. You really like Spider Verse? Like obviously, I want to. Like I've been waiting for Across the Spider Verse to come yes. out. Oh my god! I'm so excited for that. The only thing that's probably gonna disappoint me in Across the Spider Verse is if they push a Gwen and Miles romance. I like, only that's I like the Gwen and Miles romance. I like them being besties. I, I think they're a cute couple. I like them because they're a couple in the comics. Well, Miles has an actual like. Uh, it's like. I thought there were some comic ones where they're actually together. No. 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 Um, there are, Miles has an actual love interest. She's, like, the vulture, too. Okay. I don't know. I like, I like the Gwen and Miles relationship. I think it's cute. Because, I don't know, it's, like, clear, like, that he has a crush on her in the first movie. Yeah, but she doesn't seem like... Hmm. Hmm. I, I kind of hope they get together in the second movie. We have differing opinions. It's okay. It's okay. This is what the show is about. Differing <laughs> opinions. Um, maybe we should... Uh, any other superhero-related things? Just while we're on the topic of superheroes, I am, I am, I'm weaning myself off of Marvel. <laughs> I'm only, I'm literally only watching Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur. That's it. I'm not gonna touch Secret Wars. I'm not. I'm every I've, Marvel. Fan I might I t- go watch Guardians three, only because like might as well just finish the dang trilogy. But every Marvel fan I've talked to is like, I'm tired of Marvel. I'm exhausted. I'm getting it's fatigue. I'm getting tired of Star Wars, to be honest. Like, and I'm not getting nearly as much content as Marvel fans are. No, like it, it was really those like back to back shows during the pandemic. It was, it was like Loki. It was WandaVision, Loki, Loki. Miss Mar- Miss Marvel. Which I heard Miss Marvel is bad. Cat- no, I, I liked it, but Captain uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. 
Just a lot of She-Hulk. I, it was I, a lot back to back back. I heard Werewolf was good. Well, oh, Werewolf was so good. Like, cause I, I it was like, also just like a special. So I also like my favorite Marvel stuff is when it doesn't feel like Marvel. Yeah, so like Shang Chi, um, Werewolf by Night was really good. It it did the black and white thing, but it like and but like there was color like in red because yeah. I was like the Emily was red. It was really good. Yeah, like I like thing was there. I like Marvel when it's not Marvel. Yeah, like that's what I I really enjoyed Shang Chi because it felt like a fantasy. Um, I mean they were still the big great bad guy at the very end, but which is fine. But like, I liked it because it wasn't like. I don't. Li- I'm not a big fan of the Avengers. I'm not. I was. I was never a big Avengers fan. I was forced to go see those movies, and guess what? I didn't like them. I did not like the. I. I. I never liked. You them. went to go see Age of Ultron, the worst Avengers. I was movie. forced. I didn't see. It. I was forced to go. I see know, it. but you saw my, it. <laughs> my dad would drag me to like all like the worst. I saw Thor: The Dark World. I saw Age of Ultron. Um, I'm being hit. I'm being hit. <laughs> I, I saw like all the bad ones. I saw like. Iron Man three or two, like two or three. Probably three. I think I saw three. I yeah, think, I, I did watch like one and two as well. I saw like I want. I, I watched still a, haven't. I watched like uh, I watched like the first Captain America movie. Yeah. Uh, when, when Winter Soldier is equivocally the best one. I, wa- I watched Winter Soldier. I I watched um, Civil War. Civil War, yeah. Um, but like I, I it was just like I was forced to go see these movies. I don't like them. They're not good. Like and I, I cr- I've been criticizing Marvel for the past four years. I'm like, finally, we are on the same page. I'm like, every Marvel movie is the same. It is just, you you wait an hour and a half for a thirty minute CGI fight scene, and there's the movie. There's the movie. I'm like, don't tell me. Oh, if you have the character development, what character development? I don't know. Exactly. I couldn't give you an answer. There is none. Uh, so I've been like, I don't. I've been on like the anti Marvel train for. A while, and th- I was on an anti-Marvel chain at the peak of Marvel, yeah. so I was like being crucified for not liking Marvel <laughs> movies. They crucified me for not liking Marvel. Marvel. This was like you know when Infinity War and Endgame oh were coming out, and so like everyone was like a big Marvel fan. I was like Marvel sucks, and I'm like yeah, all right. I saw what was it? I saw Endgame with you on campus like that first like night we were, and here. I was just explaining to you what was happening. Yeah, and I was like, like oh. what's happening? And I was like ripping on Peter because he's a bootlicker. He is. I agree now. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I, I was I was I was like being defensive but I agree now. Peter Parker's a bootlicker. And that I, for MCU Peter Parker. I hate MCU Peter Parker. They butchered he's, his character. He's he he's pretty good in No Way Home. He isn't so he isn't really I mean he like he doesn't rely on Iron Man very I just like he was so anti Iron Man in the comics because like Civil the Civil War run in the comics. Yeah he was like, like forced him to reveal his identity, the one thing he never wanted to do because it would put everyone he was he like, loves Iron, in danger. He's like Iron Man sucks. Iron Man is a capitalist. He's a capitalist. And I am a poor Jewish boy from Queens. Like, I, I don't like that MCU Peter was like, oh, I love, I love Mr. Tony Stark. Ah! I, I hated it. Um, I don't know. Someone gives you free shit. Don't you be like, oh, dang it. You're good. I'm I, fine. I got you. Someone gives you free things and you're like, uh. Uh, Wait. Was oh yeah, Sean was also there. Oh, Sean was there. Right. Yeah, and then I just remember like the entire time I was just like, "Oh, you so star. Can I please wake your boots?" <laughs> yeah, I I just I that like that wasn't like was was Peter in the original? Was he a teenager? Was like he in college? Or he's something? always been a teenager. He's just getting to the point. He's right now after No Way Home. He's getting his GED. No, no, I mean um in um oh in in the first one was he in college at that point? What do you what? mean in in Tobey Maguire? 
no, he was in high school. He was? Yeah, they they went on a class trip, and then movie two, he was in college. Okay. Because I remember, remember the, remember, or maybe, no, 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 I think he was in high school, and then he graduated, and he went to college, because he yeah. has, like, the ride with Norman, and they're going to, like, yeah. NYU, I and think. I don't. I just like. I so despise Tom Holland. I don't think he's a good actor. I think he's a pretty. Face. Get him off of the Legend of Zelda movie now. Oh, the fact that he's playing Link irritates <laughs> me to no end. Well, oh the thing God. about Link is that he doesn't talk. So, I wish Tom Holland. I I wish Link. I didn't even realize the Uncharted movie came out. I forgot. Because they made Tom. Holland. They made Tom Holland and Nathan Drake. I, he's not a good actor. Not that he's a bad actor, but he's just like he doesn't really fit. But like Nathan, I don't think he's like that great of an actor. No. He's a pretty face, and he's Spider Man. Yeah, basically, that is, that is what they're doing. Is because th- that's the same thing they did with Zendaya and Dune. Yeah, although it's OMG, it, it's MJ, it, it's MJ, it's what's her face from Euphoria. Yeah, Rue. It's it's Rue from Euphoria. That's why they put her in Dune. Yeah, and she was in there for like the last five minutes of Dune. I didn't watch it. I, don't I refuse to watch Dune. Know. She was apparently in, like, the last five minutes of Dune. Yeah, that sounds right. Like, it, it was a sun cast. Yeah. It was, it's Zendaya and uh, Timothy Chalamet. Like, it, Timothy, like, Timothy Chalamet and Tom Holland, to me, are the same exact person. But in different fonts. Yes. The, 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 it's just white boy. Yeah. There's no... White boy, curly hair. White boy, curly hair. Brown, curly brown hair. Like, there's, there's nothing to them. Skinny. Like, I, they're just... I don't even think they're, like, conventionally... Um, they are kind of conventionally attractive. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about Timothy, but Tom... Yeah. Yeah, like, well, Timothy's just, like, I don't know. He's, like, weird-looking. Yeah, I don't know. He looks like a skull. He does. He's so <laughs> weird-looking. Um, but, yeah, that was my my Marvel hate rant. Yeah. I'm going to go on a Star Wars hate rant after break. Yep. Which we're going to do right now. We're going to have to talk about Mando. Woohoo! Uh, Mando that I didn't finish. Indeed. As my stepdad's listening. Yeah, I didn't finish it because I didn't like it. Um, alright, so we'll be right back. And we're back with 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair with Phantom Fair for our last live show. Ah! Thank you for playing Darude Sandstorm, bitch. I don't know, I just saw it, I panicked. Um, I panicked. (sighs) The Mandalorian Mandalorian Season 3. Why? No. We did not. Those are, those are our opinions, which are why and no. Um... Mandalorian season three proved to me that we do not need a third season of this show, let alone a fourth season that had already been greenlit. Ugh, I hated the season. You didn't even finish it. No, I did. Will I finish it? Like I will ever finish Andor? Maybe. <laughs> I'm. I don't know if I'm ever gonna go back to Andor. Me either. I'll probably finish. It's honestly Mando. Those are. I hate to say it. The two like some of the best episodes of the season. This season was awful. Oh my god. Like it had its high points, but they weren't good enough can to I be, can like I, bounce I, Can I be genuine? I'd love to be you to be genuine. The last good Star Wars show we have gotten was Kenobi. Absolutely. Andor was horrible. Yes. Bad Batch was mid. Yeah. Which so well, I I I I've been trying to defend Bad Batch to my last my last dying breath and I'm like You were trying to you were defending it to yourself. You were I was defending like, it I was to like, yourself. Ba- no, you have to guys, Bad Batch season two was good. It was mid. It was not. It was mid, and it th- this uh, this uh, Mandalorian was the mid Delorean. Uh, it was boring. Yeah. Um, it. I tell. I could not tell you what happened this season. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. The look you just had of you, like, just your eyes turned downwards and your mouth, like, agape. I was kind of thinking, like, what happened to this? I don't know. Um, I don't know what okay, happened. Okay, so, you know, obviously, uh, the entire bit of Grogu coming back to Mando, if you didn't watch Book of oh, Boba Fett. Oh, yeah, if you didn't watch Book of Boba Fett, you don't know what happened. They did give you, like, a fun little um, recap, but, like, it, the weight. If you just watch the recap, there's no weight. You should have... And... Literally, but, it would have been so and, easy for okay, Snot to remember, remember when we were Fett. like, oh, Book of Boba Fett wasn't that good. I was like... No, it's like, uh, before Kenobi, the best one for that was Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett was good. Yeah. I liked Book of Boba Fett. You see, we are the sillies, and we go like, hee hee, Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> I, I wish Book of Boba Fett was eight episodes of... Uh, Boba hanging out with the Tuscans. I wish he was just going like, like a Vanta in every episode. I wish that was ad libbed. What? That was an ad lib line. I love you, Mr. Morrison. I'm also convinced Tamara Morrison has only ever watched scenes. I mean, why wouldn't he? I think Tamara Morrison has only watched the original trilogy yes. and any scene he was in. In I mean, that's all he knows about. So why wouldn't he? Attack of the Clones. And he wouldn't know anything what happened. And, and maybe uh, the scene he was when he played Commander Cody. Yeah, I think that's probably what, all he knows. I think that's the only thing. Because when he talks about Star Wars, I feel like he doesn't know what he's talking about. That's fine. Because I, I feel like funnier. I feel like he only like to- like the only thing he knows about is about Django. He probably and know. Bola. Yeah, yeah. And that's fine. I think that's all he should he's worry like, about. He's like, oh, that Mace Windu guy. I'm like, do you know who Mace Windu is? Tem. Tem, I love you. I, I wish lo- you were made of season three, man. Did you did, did you see did, did the thing where he was like yeah. he was like I was waiting for my call to be in uh, Mandalorian season three he took over my show yeah he did he did we we we've talked about it where I'm like great book of Boba Fett was just a giant commercial for Mando season three yeah every episode of book of Boba Fett was good except the two episodes that were just Mando centric I'm like where's Boba Fett where did he go this is his show we. Here's the thing. It would have been so easy to, you know, just have Mando show up and book That's fine. But we don't have to go through all the stuff that Mando did. That should have been in season three. It would have been so easy to just been like, it just should have been established a flashback and then do all of that stuff. And then do all the things he did Yeah, that, that happened in Mando season three. It would be really funny if it was like, but I bet it was just like him when he gets hit and like he gets slammed into that wall and Book of Boba and he's like, I bet you're wondering how I got here in Mando and then it, it, it rewinds back. I, like, <laughs> genuinely, I thought Book of Boba Fett was enjoyable enough. Yeah. Is it the best Star Wars show? No. No. That's Kenobi. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no. no that's Bad Bad. We're right. That's Bad Bad. Season <laughs> one. Season one. Uh, I, no. don't, I don't know. That's the Clone Wars season cl- seven. Rebels. Rebels. You're, oh my god, hold on because I saw something. I don't remember where I saw it. It's a, oh yeah. god, we gotta talk about the Ahsoka trailer. We have to, but here's the thing. Uh, it was something about Ahsoka. It's like, yeah, you don't have to... Uh, Dave, I believe it was Dave Filoni himself, said that you don't need to watch all of Rebels to understand Ahsoka. You just oh! only need to watch the final season to get character motivations. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. I don't know where he said that, but I, I think I saw it on Instagram or Twitter, and I was just staring at it like... I hate... Dave? Dave Dave Filoni is single-handedly ruining Star Wars for me. Oh god. I pra- I praise this man for years. I'm like he gave us Clone Wars. You know cuz we, we you left at this point. You know who the, the real credit goes to? I forgot his name. I'm blanking. The guy who made 2003 Clone Wars. Oh, um Tartowski. If we did not think it 
the Tartowski Clone Wars, we would have never gotten 3D animated oh, Clone no, Wars. Oh, no, inherently. I pr- Gandhi Tartowski, yeah. I praised Dave Filoni. Thank you, Gandhi. <laughs> for years. And here he is. I rip him off of his he pedestal. Sh- he should have stayed in the cartoons. I, because uh, we've talked about this on the show. Yeah. Ad nauseum. That Dave Filoni is just plugging Ahsoka into every piece of media where she does not need to be. Yeah. Like, the more this show, like, the more I hear about Ahsoka, I'm like, oh my god, like, I didn't... It was, like, it was cool when she showed up in season two of Mando. I shouldn't need to be in Book of Boba Fett. Honestly, she should have died in Rebels. You're right. Like, she uh, she peaked in Rebels. That was, like, her dying at her master's hand would have been peak. It would have been peak. It would have been perfect. That would have been fun. I would have been happy... I would have been sad, but happy with like, her ending. I think I was sad, you know, and everyone, you know, that was like, bit, like I was there when like the Ahsoka lives thing was happening because yeah. I got into Rebels like when when I saw that like Maul and like Vader and Ahsoka were like in Rebels. I, that's when I got into it. I was like, all right, fine, I'll give Rebels another chance, and then I loved it. Like yeah. I loved watching Rebels. Um, like I, that, I got into like season three, which was when Thrawn showed up, and I was like, oh, like, I didn't read the books, but I didn't, like you know my stepdad always talked about like how Thrawn was such a good character, and now they're gonna ruin him. Oh my god. Yeah. Which ties into Mando season three. Okay, this was the episode I dropped off on because I did. I I read an article. Ah yes, please, and I will tell you exactly what happened when I watched it. You just read the article and be like, uh huh. I read this article that I saw Thrawn in the title, and anytime I see Thrawn in relation to anything new that is happening with Star Wars, I get. I was. Okay, I was already physically sick. Yeah, you were like. I had such bad anxiety reading. Because Thrawn has become one of my, if not, like, my favorite Star Wars character He's after so reading good. the new Zahn trilogy. I still have to read Ascendancy. Ascendancy. Me too. I have to finish Ascendancy. Like, when Joe comes back, I'm going to borrow her books. Yeah. I, so, Thrawn has become very near and dear to my heart. Because now I'm, I'm very intricately, like, know his character. Like I, I love him. I love him. I put him on pedestal. I give him a little kiss. Jeez. Anytime I see anything relation to Thrawn... And the stupid Mandoverse. Oh, God. I want to vomit saying I that. know. I get this hearted anxiety. I get filled with dread. And I'm reading this article, and they're like, Thrawn was bought up in the new episode. I was like, God! Why? <laughs> he, why? Was. why? he was. Why? Because everything I'm reading now is just pointing to signs that like Thrawn is going to be like Thanos now. That I like how Thanos was in Marvel. The Infinity uh, Tie get, Fighters. We're I getting, don't no, know. we're getting like the Infinity Kyber Crystals that's now. That's it. That's it. Uh, like, I oh, can I can I say what actually happened in the show? Yeah. Okay. So what happened was it was this meeting Gideon was happening having with the Shadow Council, which we got the which was of, cool because that's aftermath. aftermath. And which, let's see. Ch- I, too bad Chuck Wendig is banned from writing for Disney because he said he I don't based know things. He said based things like you know. Like, don't be a turf. I don't no, know. No, he's like he's like don't be a Nazi. Oh yeah, and no, he, that's based. And then so Disney's like you can't write for us anymore because you got too political. Whatever. Um. Okay. So what happened is is that is the Shadow Council meeting and Brendel Hux is there, played by Dom Hogleason's brother. Based. Based. Um. Pelion is there from the Legends book. Based. Um. And the, and the guy who plays Pelion looks exactly like how I absolutely imagine Captain Pelion from. That's how. 
Hey, remember that NSFW piece? Yes! It, it looks exactly oh like that. Oh my god, It looks it exactly does. like that. The, the Rule there's 34 a, art. Okay, there's... We won't talk about it. We can't talk about uh, it. I, I sometimes look at Rule 34 for fun... For, for uh, Funnies? For funnies. Yeah. To see, like, the weirdest things. And... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was one of the... And, so. hey, the guy, he looks like the... He looks like him! It's weird. It's uncanny. So what happens is that um, they're talking about the fact that the Mandalorians are sort of... Because right before that, uh, Elia Kane, the hot Imperial lady... The hot Imperial lesbian. hot Imperial lesbian had this little meeting, like, over Holocom with Gideon talking about, hey, the Mandalorians did this whole thing on Navarro. They saved Navarro. and Why does Navarro matter? I don't know. Cause it's sort of like it is like a rinky dink little planet. Now Gideon, not, not Gideon, sorry. Now Karga is trying to get it to be like super high class, and that's where sort of everything started. That's where the Mandalorians hid out during season one. Bruh. That's where a lot of stuff happened in season one. Bruh again. Bruh. Yeah, there it is. Okay, so what happens is is that yeah they talk about that, and, and Gideon's like, so where's Thrawn? Ugh! Why? Here's a, no, no, no. Here's the thing. He's saying, so where's Thrawn? Sort of I, like, Pelion's trying to use Thrawn. Like, Thrawn is nowhere near Pelion right now. They don't know where Thrawn is. Teacher, 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 can I say something? Yeah. Why would Thrawn know any of this if he's in, like... He doesn't. He doesn't. But wouldn't they know he got jettisoned into space? Like, ten years ago? Oh, no, they know. What What's happening is, Pelion is trying to be like, Thrawn will come back soon. That seems to be the thing. They all believe Thrawn will come back soon, or at least Pelion and Brend and Brendel do. And they're like trying to use Thrawn as like sort of an excuse Where to have power. Is Ray Sloan? She wasn't there. There was an Asian lady I looked at and went, "Oh my God, Sansa's <laughs> like Scarlet Lowcar would ever be." I know, but over. I went, "Oh my God, hi Scarlet!" <laughs> I'm like, "Girl, where's Ray Sloan?" I don't know. Where is she? Because it's I, uh, so heavily implied in the Aftermath books, in the last one, that she's kind of the one who takes the helm. Yeah, so what I'm thinking is happening is that Brandel is doing all the talking for their part of the First Order or whatever, and she's busy, you know, doing norm- doing things. She's busy. But it's like... I wish she was there. The I, Aftermath books, like, so pointedly, like, make her... Like, Chuck Wendig writes her as, like, Ray Sloan, which I don't think... Hey, want to bet that it's because she's a black woman? And you know, Lizzo got so much love. I know. Um, but like, it's crazy idea, Lizzo is Ray Sloan. Lizzo's Ray Sloan. That'd be crazy. I'm sorry. But like, it's. <sighs> I get so annoyed because, and I, I'm so glad I'm seeing other Thrawn fans like who be, re- we- be like weirded out by everything. Yeah. Like, because it feels like Dave Filoni is, like, gonna write Thrawn as, like, the head of, like, the idea master of the First Order when Thrawn would think it is, like, the... Du- and I said this, like, a year ago. I go, yes. LMAO, imagine <laughs> if Thrawn is, like, the guy... Because who- we saw the Reddit leaks about him being, like, weird Night King-style guy. No, but that was a couple months ago. I said this, like, a year ago. Yeah. As, like, a joke. And I'm like, LMAO, imagine if Thrawn's, like, the head of the First Order, even though that's so out of character for him. We're staring at each other very unimpressed. Like, I, I could only have... I could only rely on hope that, like, alright, Dave Filoni did Thrawn good in 
the original and he kind of talked to timothy zahn and he talked to timothy and timothy's like i will i will be timmy's been saying i will come on and consult but we don't know if that ever happened please bring timothy zahn in he has six books six of them and he wrote the legends one and apparently the whole thing is that thrawn is basically the same guy but in different economic different situations uh, in different socio-political situations yeah and i'm like bring timothy zahn in the writer's room for the love of god Please. And like, and okay, Lars Mickelson is playing him. Lars Mickelson voiced him in. He gets it. He was like, See, no. But uh, the guy who does the audiobooks, that's like how I hear Thrawn now. Because I've seen so many people just like do like animatics from the yeah, audiobook. Because like, I forgot who does I, I forgot his name, but Me like. too, but he's really good. Yeah, it's so, like I hear him, but like Lars Mickelson, who played Thrawn in, in, Rebels, in Rebels, is playing him in live action. Which I freaked out when I found that out. I was like, Lars Mickelson? I was like jumping around my little So I can, I can only hope that like, maybe Lars Mickelson will like bring Rebels Throne because Rebels Throne is like very accurate to the books. Yeah. So I can only hope. hope. And Timothy Zahn seems to have hope. So I could only hope that when Thrawn does come in, he's like, this is stupid. This is ridiculous. What? I'm going go- back to the Ascendancy. No, he goes straight to the New Hope and goes, can you help me defeat these threats, please? <laughs> Alright. That'd be funny. And so let's let's just let's wrap up the Mando talk because that was like my big issue so like from that us. one episode. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, blah blah. Gideon's dead for no reason. Yeah. Clones, so what happens? Dark sabers destroyed for no reason. Oh uh, yeah, it's clones of Gideon. Let's make that clear. And he wanted to make clones because he wanted to make uh, an army of force wielding Beskar wearing soldiers. That's, that were all him, by the way. That's so stupid. That's so weird. That's so dumb. That's so silly. And so, he dies. Through explosion. So of, great! You you brought back your best villain too for late. Like three episodes. For, no, like two. Two. Yeah, you're right. Two episodes. Immediately killed him. Destroyed the dark. What was the point of bringing the dark saber in in the first place? It you? was like the dark. I've been seeing some takes on Tumblr. Like the dark saber is sort of like the representation of this like warring state on the Mandalorian. So its destruction is like, hey, we're moving past that. But, but they never. That made, was never stated in the show. It would have made more sense if a Mandalorian destroyed it, not Gideon. Like there's no that would have given more. There's no it. good symbolic reason for the dark saber to have been destroyed by Gideon. Yeah, it's so. I mean, everyone's fine over that thing. It's so dumb. It's so stupid. It I was so. But the dark saber was so cool. Yeah, like at this point, why I'm, give Din the dark? Also, hold on. We have to talk about one second his name because um, is Jaren his first name or his last name? Wait, what? So the thing about it is that he adopts Grogu at the very officially adopts Grogu at the very end of the last episode. Do they call him? He calls it, they call Grogu Din, Din Grogu. So was Din his So was it like Japan? Here's the thing. This is not a concept that was ever really established in any sort of Mandalorian this, this lore that is, I know of. So you know like the meme where it's like thing versus thing in Japan? Exactly. <laughs> Think there's a thing in Asian country. Let's specifically an Eastern Asian Asian country. country. Let's specifically say that because Korea and China have similar naming conventions. Yeah. The fact that Mandalorians have been highly like very influenced by Polynesian. Yeah, I feel like they're taking out. They're taking all of Timur out of this stuff. Because also because specifically Bo, who we see as the first sort of Mandalorian we're used to in season two of Mando, it's just sort of like. She doesn't consider Boba as a Mandalorian because... Well, I, I saw this thing. I don't know if I sent it you on TikTok. It was like, is Boba... Like, it talks about, like... Yes, yeah. I kind of agree, like, Boba's just kind of, like, a, a guy. guy. He's a guy. His dad was Mandalorian. Cause he, but he was never really ingrained in Mandalorian culture. But Mandalorian culture 
in the past has always been very ingrained in Polynesian culture because of of, te- of because of Tem. Yeah. Because Tem is Polynesian. And I don't even I don't know what to tell you. The Polynesian what spa. I don't even know what to tell you what it's sort of like getting the vibes of now, but it is definitely not Eastern Asian culture. Can I, can I say this? I will say Eastern Asian culture because me and Joe were talking about this before. We were on the phone one time before she left. We're talking. I think. I think it was when I was sick and I found this stupid thing about the Thrawn. Yeah. And I was like, you know who loves Mandalorians more than anyone? Weebs. You're right. Weebs love Mandalorians. Yeah. Like it's just the idea. We don't. I don't. It's the fact that the the for so long we've been calling him Din like it's his first name and then suddenly this comes out of nowhere. I I heard some people being like maybe it's like they're carrying like it's like he's carrying on the first name for some reason because the last name is I don't oh, know. I don't care. He should be he should be Grogu Jarin and that is my take. Thank you everyone. But yeah, like I don't know. Weebs like me and Joe were talking about that. Like Weebs we- do love the Mandalorians. Weebs love Mandalorians. The amount of Mando cosplays you see of like anime characters. Weebs love Mandalorians. Yes. Like that's why. They're funny little guys. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what attracts Weeaboos to Mandalorians. I don't Maybe know. it's like the samurai esque. Oh no, we've ruined Sean's love for Mandalorians. Sorry. Sorry, Sean. So, you're not a weeb, Sean. It's yeah, okay. don't worry, Sean. You're, you're fine. N- you're not a weeb. I'm the weebiest one here. Yeah. No, but you're not even a weeb. Yeah. Uh, someone's a weeb. They're <coughs> <laughs> 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 just us staring at each other. We get it. Um, the, I girl, the girls who get it, get it. The girls who don't, don't. don't. Um, let's talk about... Drag Race? Ahsoka trailer. Ahsoka trailer, yeah. Let's stick with Star Wars. Thrawn is coming back as heir to the Empire. Shut up. Oh my god, it's so corny. Shut up. Oh my god. <laughs> I hope it's just like a bit of like a hype. I, I hope to everything that no Ahsoka one knows. saying heir to the Empire was the corniest line drop and they put it in the trailer. Think about it. I'm hoping, above all, that no one knows what Thrawn's motivation is right now. They're all just assuming. I, I'm I'm really hoping. I think that's it. I think that'd be really funny. I, I, I whatever God is out there, I could only pray to that. In Kathleen, the, Kathleen Kennedy. No, I don't trust Kathleen Kennedy. She made the sequels. <laughs> John Favreau. Uh, no, Mandalorian seems very bad. No, not you, Dave. Dave, you belong in hell. <laughs> I don't know. Dave, you, you're the son right now. I can't deal with you. Uh, the, 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 the meme of, like, Dave, Dave Floyd is the son and, like, the gun pointing at <laughs> if, if no one's gonna ruin my day, I can count on Dave Filoni to do it. Um, I don't know. Me. Any god out there. I write Timothy's good, on. Timothy's on. Who, the one, my one true savior. Remember, remember the woman's like, Donald Trump, please save me. You ever see that one woman? Yeah. That's me. I'm like, Timothy's on. Timothy's on, please <laughs> save me. I don't even know what this throne is anymore. Ah. <laughs> Some kind of <laughs> devil throne. <laughs> oh, that's Night like, King throne, if you will. Oh, God. If, if I get a Game of Thrones season eight with this show, I'm just going to... Okay, so, like, we got... We got the two Sithy characters who I think their lightsabers aren't right. I think they're, they're, they're like orange. orange. They're like an orange red. It's a blood yeah. orange. The b- Stop being so pretentious. It's red. Red. She's so pretentious. It's red. Um, I don't know. Oh, I don't like Sabine with the long hair. Mm, they yeah. took they took away her gay haircut. Where is her lesbian haircut? I can't see the 
the word. I know. We know what we're talking about. I can about. say it, but I can't say it you on You can't see it right now. Um, they took away mm-hmm. her lesbian haircut. Ta- how rude. <laughs> wah, wah. Um, ba- back of Thrones head. Yeah. I did freak out when I saw that. No. See, I, and, and any joy I, of seeing Loris Mickelson, because, okay, where's my phone? I'm going to show you a reenactment of me watching this in bed. Okay, okay, I'm watching her. Throne as heir of the Empire. Oh. And I'm just have like this dead face. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, it's over. Thank God. Oh, God. Oh, oh, God. This everything's ruined. OMG, Hu Ying in its David Tennant. He's coming back. That's the best part of the trailer. Oh, yeah, David Tennant. That's the best part of the trailer. It, no, all the lightsaber fights were cool. Yeah. Um. Sean said I'm the Rush Limbaugh of Star Wars. <laughs> and he said I am that B-wordy Star Wars girl. Imagine- oh yeah, Magistrate from season two Amanda was there. Why is she one of- Okay, okay. <laughs> we were talking about this the other day. What- we why is she like a student of Thorn? Why is it not Karen Farrow? Why not- Because Ahsoka would just kill Karen. I don't want that to happen. Because Karen Farrow is like a two cups of calf away from like a mental breakdown. So yeah. I can't believe it's called the Rush Limbaugh. Star. I didn't, did that show up in like a private mess? Because I didn't see it on the group chat. No, 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 no. Was, my my stepdad. Oh, your stepdad. My stepdad called okay, me. Okay, I'm sorry. You said Sean. I assumed it was gay Sean. No, my stepdad, normal, normal Sean, Sean. Um, <laughs> called me the Rush Limbaugh of Star Wars. I was like, that doesn't seem like a gay Sean thing to say. But why is it not like? Where is Eli Vanto? Where's any of that white guy? They they they. Oh so my! They, is that Eli? I'm gonna throw a fit. Eli's not okay. He he. Eli's like tan. Yeah. He's like olive toned in yeah. the comic book. Yeah. We sh- yes, exactly. We have a comic book representation of him already. Yeah. He's like olive skinned. Yeah. So you d- don't do th- you can't you can't Kanan Jarrus this man. Oh, what like you can't Ka- Caleb Ka- doom this man. <laughs> I was like, can't. I was like, damn, they really whitewashed my boy you Caleb. Caleb doom this man. I thought, it was, I thought it was Cal Kestis at first. Because that's how white he was. Oh, my. And the red hair. I was like, oh, my God, it's Cal. Cal, why are you on this th- random planet and not over Brock? What's happening? And then she was like, Caleb. I was like, Kanan? Kanan? Jerry? Who's this little white boy? Who's this white boy? Uh, wait. Imagine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I don't I don't understand why. <sighs> the magistrate. Why is she like a student of Thrawn? We've never seen her, like, in the books. I would say Price, but Price is, like, dead. Price is super dead. Are you, what? I'm telling Sean that you call him Gay Sean. Gay Sean. He, he didn't know that. He didn't know that. No. Oh, I call him Gay he, Sean. He said, "I, I see." He was like, "It was literally a joke." Like you added me on the radio. Sean, well, well, I turned you something in the audio. I was like, "We, we did not need to make that video. You, we, you did not need to come out." <laughs> ah! Um. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm just uh. like. I it's, the Ahsoka trailer just like killed whatever spirit I have. Like I'm like. Is he, my expectations on the ground, bedrock. I always have hopes for whatever I watch, just because I want to. I, I think after like Andor, I learned my lesson of going into Star Wars shows with high hopes. I mean, Kenobi, like Kenobi, is like the one show I went into high hopes with, and I was like really like happy with. Yeah, I like. I remember when when Bad Batch came out, I really didn't care. I mean, I watched it when it came out, it came out yeah. May the fourth, and I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, we watched it, right? Yeah, no, we I, both watched it. Yeah, because I was with um. I remember I was doing a painting project. Right. And I was sitting there and I was watching it. And I, like, I really had, like, I didn't really care about the Bad Batch that much, like, in Clone Wars. 
and I had like just finished watching like a couple months prior season and I, seven. And I was like, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, okay, I, I got there funny. And then I was like, I love the Bad Batch. I like these funny guys. I like these guys. And then season two came out. I was like, this sucked. It's like, oh, why is there so much filler? Um, the bottle episodes were popping. Too many. Too many. Too many. I mean, we talked about Bad Batch ad nauseum. Like, this is like, well, I, I'm really surprised. Talk anymore. I'm surprised this is a Bad Batch. This is like, not the Bad the, Batch podcast. Yeah, I'm really surprised. Because I've like, I was looking like through the Spotify. I'm like, we have like four, like three episodes straight of us just talking about the Bad Batch. I mean, these funny little autistic men are my brain. They worms. sit in our brain. I can say autistic because Tech is kind of uh, autistic. You, are you pulling out your keychain with yeah, him? With the, uh, with yeah, the little, I'm the gonna pull him out. Here I love comes. that keychain; it's so cute. Here he comes. Here, there. Let me find him. <laughs> On, I have a lot of keychains, guys. Mitch, I think you have more keychains than you have keys. Yeah, that's true. Aww. And then eventually, when I leave, I am definitely gonna have more keychains than I have keys because I only have two house keys. <laughs> so, and you have how many keychains? Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's why you need to get into stickers. I hate stickers. I don't like feeling them. What? what? Autism. What? <laughs> what do you mean like you don't like feeling them? I don't like them. W- w- wait, wait, explain what you mean by like, I don't like feeling them. <laughs> sticky. So you don't feel the sticky part. Then you take them off. You don't have to, you don't touch the sticky part. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. Then you put them on. No, you don't. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't like them on me. You don't put it, you just like put it on something. Like put it on like your laptop. I don't like them being on there either. Why? I feel like I'm going to peel them off. Just don't touch it. I'm going to be tempted. <laughs> but you would hate like two of my, like two or three of my stickers on my laptop because like, just like the way that like, my laptop I do. Falls. Whenever I see them, I'm like, I want to peel them so bad. Don't peel like my $2. I'm not going see, to. See, Midge, you won't peel them off once you spend money on it because you're like, this was a $2 sticker. I'm not peeling that off. <laughs> what, like the, the, what the, the little Castlevania sticker that you see like. I know it annoys me, and like my my magical girl sticker killing me, man. Kind of peels, but I have to like just smooth it back on. This is the way that my laptop folds. Yeah, I don't like it sticky. You don't touch the sticky part. You you just peel it and then you slap. Put it on like your PS4 or something. No, that not that overheats like a like a that overheats. It will peel. It will go. No, I have, I have stickers on my PS4. Mine's like the old old PS4 though. Oh, true. Mine's yeah. like the. Yeah, I like. Makes it yours like isn't as bad. Yeah, the pro. Yeah, I was looking at like the Ruby merch oh, on, on Rooster Teeth, and they do have um, they have like uh, oh my the, god, they the, have the Ruby covers for PS4. Of course they do. And I, I, I kind of want to get one, and so so I could be roasted by Brian for buying Ruby merch. I'm like, yes, I give money to the bad company. Oh. I I like their bad show. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go on break, yeah. and then we'll talk about. Oh. Drag race. Yeah. And we'll talk about like any things that we watch. Yeah. We'll be right back. We'll be right back.